0: Welcome, listeners, and thanks for joining us on the Paranormal Factor podcast. In this episode, we travel back to Mexico, where chupacabras roam, brujos practice magic, and UFO sightings are prolific, to bring you the story of the mysterious Zona del Silencio, the Mexico zone of silence. It's a weird spot in northern Mexico where radio signals die, compasses spin, and legends abound of aliens walking. Among us, We'll tell you how it was discovered, some of the weird happenings there over the years, and what's going on today. And we'll get to the story in just a moment, right after I remind you about the Paranormal Factor podcast Facebook page. Every day, Monday through Friday, there's new paranormal and supernatural material for you to explore. Fans of the show know it's the best place to find monsters, quizzes, film, TV, and book recommendations, and current paranormal news stories. From around the world. And hey, if you have the Alexa app, you can easily listen to our episodes by simply saying, Alexa, play the Paranormal Factor podcast, and you'll be carried away to our latest show. Now, shh, you're about to enter the zone of silence. In northern central Mexico is La Zona del Silencio, the silent zone. In this remote patch of desert, it's said that radios, compasses, and electronics refuse to function. UFO stories are many in this area, as well as an alleged magnetic vortex, visiting space aliens, mutated plants and animals, and just about any other weird happening you can imagine. There are many stories and legends. On July 11, 1970, The Zone made headlines. That was when an Athena rocket was launched from a U.S. Air Force base in Green River, Utah, as part of a scientific mission to study the upper atmosphere. The rocket was supposed to come down near White Sands, New Mexico. Instead, it went madly off course and at two in the morning, crashed into the heart of the zone of silence. Werner von Braun, the famous rocket scientist who helped the Americans build their space program, came to investigate on behalf of the United States Von Braun took reconnaissance flights in a Cessna to confirm the crash site. With the aid of 300 Mexican workers, a 16-kilometer rail spur was built across the desert to the impact crater. A team of Americans then came and excavated. The rocket crash sparked interest in the area, and a few years later, the Mexican government created the Mapimi Biosphere Reserve. The reserve has a research station and hosts scientists from around the world, many of whom are biologists attracted to the unusual flora and fauna. The Zona del Salencia in the Chihuahua Desert is considered one of the eeriest places on the planet. There are literally thousands of meteorites covering the ground in some parts. In other parts, there are inches of a fine, white, powdery dust that covers everything. Fossils litter the area. For those who drive too far into it, their car engines have ceased working Some have said that it's because of strong electromagnetic fields surrounding the area. Low-flying planes avoid it, and navigation systems often don't work there when planes do fly over it. Others have said it's a lot of nonsense and that the area must be the site of some secret government testing. And that, conspirative folklore, has also been perpetuated. Many believe flying saucers land there and that aliens walk the area. The National Enquirer did a story about it. Not that those stories are the height of journalistic veracity. Some of the claims have added imaginative stories and conjectures. Among others, these include abnormal mutations in the flora and fauna in the zone contain larger and more robust samples than normal populations outside the reserve. The apparent attraction of outer space debris to the vortex said to exist in the zone of silence seems to be suggested as evidenced by the Alinde meteorite and the strange rocks found in the desert. The zone also has the reputation for being an ancient area with a close connection to the past and future. Extraterrestrial communication is believed to occur from both above and below the desert floor. The vortex and strange magnetic waves are also believed to provide the ideal atmosphere for the reception of outer space communication. Groups of believers in the paranormal regularly hold conferences and overnight meetings in the zone where they claim to see and hear beings from other worlds. One group, the Research Center of Cosmic Anthropology from the Philosophical School of the Light, believes that an ancient race of tall yellow Mayans lived directly below the desert in this region. And what about the zone itself? How big is the area and how did it get its name? Well, let's find out. The Zone of Silence measures about 31 miles across and is located in the Mapimi Biosphere Reserve. It's a huge, mostly unhabited region of almost 10,000 acres where the flat and desolate terrain is interspersed with scenic mountain outcrops. The name Zone of Silence came about in 1966 when Pimex, the national oil company, sent an expedition to explore the area. The leader, Augusto Harry de la Piña, was frustrated by the problems he was having with his radio. He was the one who christened it the Zone of Silence. This turned the area into something of a curiosity. When that 1970 rocket crash occurred, it sparked even more interest in the area. And a few years later, the Mexican government created the Biosphere Reserve. There's no doubt the area which sits on the borders of the Mexican states of Chihuahua, Durango, and Coahuila has an abundance of celestial activity, including, some speculate, visits from UFOs and extraterrestrials. In the 20th century, large meteorites landed in southern Chihuahua near the zone, with two even falling on the same ranch, one in 1938 and another in 1954. A third fell in 1969 in the Allende Valley, just to the west. It woke me and I saw the firmament alight, local Benjamin Palacios says of the Allende Valley meteorite. People from miles saw the light and heard the tremendous noise, which broke windows. It attracted the attention of scientists from around the world. The 61-year-old Palacios grew up in the village of Escalón Chihuahua on the edge of the zone and now owns a UFO-themed ranch on the area's border. For generations, stories have grown from in and around the zone of encounters with strange beings, unusual lights in the sky, and an overabundance of meteor showers. These usually come from people living on remote ranches. People have reported seeing fireballs in the sky, and at times, flames rolling down the sides of mountains like massive ignited tumbleweeds. According to Geraldo Rivera, not the famous TV journalist but a state administrator, There are lots of stories of aliens and unidentified flying objects in the zone. Rivera also happens to be Chihuahua's most devoted UFO investigator. People often get lost in the zone. When this happens, sometimes tall, blonde beings appear out of nowhere, Rivera says. Those who claim to have encountered the tall, fair-haired aliens say the individuals speak perfect Spanish, ask only for water, and disappear without so much as a footprint. When asked where they come from, the beings, known as Nordics, say only, above. Even Palacios has a story. I was 12 years old when a light appeared from above and completely encircled us, he says. I was traveling with my brother in the zone. We didn't know what was happening. When we got back to the ranch, we realized we had lost two hours. Now, to be fair, Benjamin Palacios is a bit of an opportunist, trading on the legend of the Zone of Silence. He provides stories and artifacts to all who are interested. And skeptics, what do they say? It's all about the legend. The Zone's overall effects, and even its location, are disputed by skeptics. Why do these stories exist? They didn't, say skeptical investigators at least not until after 1970, when that American Athena missile intended for New Mexico went off course and crashed in the Bolsón de Mapimi desert basin. Skeptics note a local man named Jaime, who was one of a number of locals hired by the military during the cleanup, saw dollar signs and promoted stories to the newspapers. He even spoke of building a resort hotel. Jaime's plans were cut short when he was killed in a bar fight, so all that remains are whatever stories sprung from his fertile imagination, skeptics say. Writer Andrea Kaus says, Does the zone of silence exist at all, even with respect to the mildest of claims? Neither I nor anyone with whom I spoke had any trouble with either their radios or compasses while working in the reserve. She further notes, It is an especially unfortunate form of tourism which relies on fabrication of events and phenomena. And, encourages fossil and artifact collection. The local residents do not believe in the zone of silence. When asked about strange phenomena, they invariably replied that they do not see strange things in the desert, only strange people. At one time, the area attracted hordes of curious zoneros, those who fanatically believe the area is a paranormal hotspot, seeking aliens and paranormal experiences. Today, Few tourists come to this part of Mexico now, largely due to the failing security situation. And that's too bad because there's a lot to see. Like a hacienda abandoned over a century ago during the chaos of the Mexican Revolution and thermal springs located in a cave. Like many deserts, it is strikingly beautiful and mysteriously compelling, especially when the night sky is filled with stars. But it is remote. Escalón has under 1,000 residents, and Caballos has just over 3,000. Their populations are dying out in an old familiar story in the western regions of Mexico and the United States. The passenger rail service was abandoned, and young people, well, they moved to the city or the United States. Other than a few ranches, this desert is basically empty. Benjamin Palacios carries on, eager to recount stories of the zone's unusual properties, like the abnormally large flora and fauna, and beneficial properties. He says he's never been sick and believes it is due to the zone. A comparison of the zone is frequently made to the Bermuda Triangle, the Egyptian pyramids, and the sacred cities of Tibet, all of which, coincidentally, lie between the 26th and 28th parallels. The general impression left by the stories and supported by regional people is that things fall from the sky in this zone. The myriad of meteorites littering the area would suggest that, at least, is true. But are there strange effects in the zone? Do aliens walk the arid region? Maybe. But if not, then perhaps the beauty of the desert landscape alone will be enough to satisfy you. Well, in our next episode, we check into a fairly new phenomenon in the always interesting world of UFOs. The past 10 years or so have seen a significant rise in sightings of UFOs, near active and dormant volcanoes. It's a weird development that seems to be happening worldwide. Mexico, Colombia, Yellowstone Park, locations in Europe and Asia, and many other locales. So what's going on? Why would a craft travel in and out of a volcano, some of which have been spewing lava at the time of the sightings? Well, there are theories on why we're now seeing such increased activity. And we'll tell you about it, as well as some of the eyewitness reports, many of which are accompanied by compelling video evidence and TV news coverage. So join us next time to hear all about the new paranormal sensation of UFOs and volcanoes right here on the Paranormal Factor podcast. And now it's time for the episode quiz. And it is quiz time, so here we go. The Maelstrom incident involved what occurrence? Was it A, UFO shutdown of nuclear missiles? B, an alien abduction? C, demonic possession? Or D, sightings of an alleged werewolf? Once again, the Maelstrom incident involved what occurrence? Was it a UFO shutdown of nuclear missiles, an alien abduction, demonic possession, or sightings of an alleged werewolf? And the answer is... A, a UFO shutdown of nuclear missiles. The Maelstrom incident, which occurred in the nuclear missile fields of Maelstrom Air Force Base in Montana, is a truly scary UFO event from 1967 when UFOs disabled US nuclear missiles. On the morning of March 16, 1967, Captain Robert Sallis received reports of a strange glowing red saucer-shaped object hovering above the nuclear missile silos assigned to Montana's Maelstrom Air Force Base. It would remain there for several minutes, with multiple military personnel viewing it. Then, as Sallis watched helplessly, the ten nuclear missiles he was monitoring in his launch control center went offline one by one. The object then vanished. The missiles, however, would remain offline for several hours before returning back to normal, and they would not be the only missiles affected during a harrowing few weeks. The Maelstrom Air Force Base incident is a UFO case that is well documented and a frightening story of the time when UFOs shut down the nuclear capability of the United States. If you want to hear more about this strange and compelling UFO case, then check out Season 3, Episode 36, right here on the Paranormal Factor podcast. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A theme song is Knockers by Cinco, courtesy of Upbeat Music. Hey, before you leave, if you could, please do me just two favors. First of all, if you did enjoy the show, please leave a like on your favorite listening application. And secondly, if you liked what you heard, please spread the word. Love to have some new listeners out there to join you. I'm your host, Richard Wright. Keep your eyes open for the unusual folks, and thanks for stopping by.